Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on a Tuesday, May the 23rd. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Talking about gold and silver, putting it away where only you know where it's at. <laughs> Something that, you know, what's funny is that's really hard to do anymore. Having anything where only you know where it's at. Something that isn't in the debt markets. It's immune from terrorist attacks and immune from web attacks or any other kind of attack you could possibly think of. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, at allamericangold.com, where, you know, we've got it all out there. The Facebook, the Twitter, the podcast, the news to keep you comfortably disturbed. Uh, Obviously, evil is here. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but... uh, you know, all of you by now have seen the another terrorist attack, this one in Manchester, England. Uh, ISIS has claimed responsibility. A 23-year-old apparently was the bomber. Uh, and, and really, for me, this, it's really starting to hit new lows. Because obviously this was at a, I'll call it a teeny bopper concert this was a concert that uh, was put on, uh, and I don't know the the girl, uh, but a singer. I think this girl's been on the Disney Channel, and uh, it's it's geared towards young girls. Twenty two people now confirmed dead. Um, one of them, I think, was eight, an eight year old, an eighteen year old. Uh, the other was a twenty, I believe, a twenty-six-year-old. Uh, that, but those are the only—that's the only information that I have. Uh, but it really brings home the point. You know, I don't know where you go from here. You know, the, it, it's so clear that they—they are—they're everywhere now, right? They used to be, you know, what? Hey, they're in this country or they're in that country, and now they're well. They're everywhere, and we are going to have to deal with the consequences of of that. Uh, and I'm just, I don't, there's no good answer. There really isn't my, uh, I'm sure all of us, all of our, our prayers, our hearts go out uh, to all the victims. Uh, just terrible, terrible tragedy. Uh, again, uh, how do you fix it? That is the million-dollar question. Uh, but I'll leave that for the other guys. So that's all I'm going to say about it. We're going to move on and talk about there was economic data out today. Uh, new home sales, I don't know, collapsed. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, after they had a great report the last month, gave it all back at plus tax this month. Commerce Department said new home sales fell 11.4% to 569,000 in April economists who can't find their butt with either hand we're expecting sales to come in at 602,000 
It says that the bigger-than-expected pullback due to a steep drop in the West, where sales dropped 26%, sales in the Midwest slumped 13%, sales in the Northeast and the South fell as well, uh, 7.5% in the Northeast, 4% in the South. The report also said the median sales price of new homes sold in April, which is, I mean, the number's astounding, though, $309,200. That was actually down 3% from March and down 3.8% from a year ago. So the 309 a year ago in the month of April, it was 321. Uh, the Commerce Department said the seasonally adjusted estimate for new homes at the end of April uh, that there's 268,000 new homes on the market. They say that represents a 5.7 month supply. And of course, we know the, you know, this is what they tell us: six months is supposed to be the average. So. Are we there? Uh, have we seen the top in the housing market? Too early to tell. Too early to tell. Uh, really, this was a a big bounce down from the bounce up that they had last month. So March, they had a number that was probably unrealistically way too high. Uh, now in, in April, the number came crashing back down. Uh, but it's the inventory number for me that that because that's been you know one of the things that they've been telling us there's not enough of them not enough not enough uh, apparently there is enough uh, just not enough people buying it. President Trump also today unveiled his proposed budget for 2018. I mean, I don't great. I love it, but how about we get a budget for the rest of 2017 first? I mean, that's still, that's nowhere to be found. Of course, you know, I guess, do you need a budget? I mean, look at Illinois. They don't need a budget. Why have a budget? Right? Just do whatever you want. I mean, 2017 is almost over anyway, at least from a budget perspective. Uh, But Donald Trump unveiled his $4.1 trillion spending plan. (laughs) Lots of cuts in there. We're going to talk about that. And then the maybe, not maybe, probably the best silver special maybe ever. That next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Remember that because you're going to want to call it. So this morning, Wendy and I, you know, and we and you know this, we call around, we got our, our sources, our anonymous sources, and it's not the Russians, where we, you know, find out what's out there. What do you got? What do you got that's good? And we, we got an opportunity. I, I can't say why we got the opportunity but let's just say somebody else's bad fortune is going to be your good fortune 
Canadian Mint has been producing a series of coins. And they're they're getting really creative, right? Some are I think they even make one a coin that's like not even an ounce, a silver coin. Uh they they but they've been running these ounce and a half silver coins. The twenty sixteen one was a Falcon. Some of you may know this coin. Some of you have have had the unfortunate pleasure of buying these coins from our competitors, or lack thereof. Matter of fact, Wendy can tell you, we had somebody who called after the fact. They knew something was wrong, but they didn't call us until afterwards. This is a coin that routinely sells for $45, 46 $43, $44. Our, the cheapest place, and I know where the cheapest places are. Some of you know where they are as well, right? Those of you that uh, I'll call you the non-loyalist. I know I get all my great stuff from you, Joe, but I support somebody else who I don't learn anything from. That's your prize. The cheapest price for a roll of these Falcons broke down to $35.82. These are an ounce and a half, mind you. So even at the cheapest price. They were wanting you to pay $23.88 an ounce. We're not charging that. Matter of fact, we have we only have 60 rolls. That was that was all that was allotted to us. These 60 rolls. There's 15 falcons in a roll. Now, these falcons, obviously, you can tell the one side's got the falcon on it. And it's the bird, and it's got its wings down, like it's flapping its wings as it's uh, taking flight. Queen Elizabeth II's on the front. This is a 4-9 fine silver coin. So they, they've taken even more of the impurities. What does that mean? It really doesn't mean it's still an ounce. But it just means they've taken even more of the impurities out. So this is a four nine fine. It's an ounce and a half. Uh, it has the little maple leaf emblem on the ba- on the on the back of the coin where the falcon is, with the number one six for the year twenty sixteen in it. It's neat. It also has an eight dollar face value. I don't know why $8, but it just, that's what it has. An $8 face value. They come in these special rolls. There's 15 roll, or 15 coins, excuse me, in the roll. So at an ounce and a half a coin, each roll has 22 and a half ounces. We're selling them at twenty nine dollars. 
which is $19.33 for a government hallmarked coin, which is, that's unheard of. $6.82 per coin less than the cheapest guy. Forget about the other guy. Because I can tell you right now, there's a company that runs commercials in this town that charges well over 40 bucks for these. You're going to be saving over $100 a roll from the cheapest people out there. So rolls of the Canadian ounce-and-a-half 4.9 fine Falcon. They're $435, but I only have 60 By the way, a case of them has 20 rolls in it, so I've got three cases. So if you want to pick up something that, hey, you've never seen them, never had one, uh, it's one of those things that the Canadians are trying to turn into something where, hey, 20 years from now, this thing may be worth a lot more than just the silver content because they don't mint. They, the mintage is the, a small amount. Uh, it is not their main thing, right? They're trying to turn it into like a collector's-type series. And so all the dealers out there, they're trying to sell it to you like it's already a collector. So buy it here, forget about, not only forget about a collector premium, talking about the lowest premium for a government Hallmark coin in recent memory, the Canadian Falcon, 15 come in a roll, they're $435 a roll, if you want to use a credit card, you absolutely can, but it's going to be $445 a roll. Uh, so still a great price when you think about uh, that's $29.66 on a credit card. Still talking about, you know, well over $6 per coin less than any of our competitors. Uh, but again, I only have 60 rolls. They're, they're going to go quick. 800-951-0592. And something happened today. Something happened this morning. And I'm not talking about what happened in, in Manchester yesterday. Donald Trump's budget. And I was reading through it. And, and, of course, you know, there's cuts to all of the programs. I mean, this thing is full of, of budget cuts. One of the things that was mentioned the most two things. Food stamps, number one. But this was right there. Medicaid. A huge cut to Medicaid. And I was like, you know, and I kind of know what it is. And I know there's Medicaid and Medicare. And I got curious. Hey, what's the difference? And how many people really use it? Right? What are we talking about here? Because the numbers are astronomical. You know, the, according to the, to the budget, they're saying this year's budget proposal will, rise, will raise the deficit to $603 billion. Of course, that'll be the fake deficit number. Uh, 
uh, and they're saying that, according to President Trump, and of course they do the, well, with economic growth and this and that, we can maybe have a balanced budget in 2027. Uh, we're not going to talk about that part because it it's not true. But here's what they're talking about. Medicaid. The government insurance program for the poor and many disabled Americans will be cut by more than $600 billion over 10 years. And I thought to myself, wow, that's, that's a lot. And so I wanted to learn more. So I started digging into it. Medicaid and Medicare. You know, and you hear me talk about, hey, go back to 1971, right? No one had a credit card. No one had student loans. You know that one. If you go back to 1965, nobody was on Medicaid and nobody was on Medicare. They didn't exist. And now you, you, you think about how much money, you know, just Medi Medicare, Medicare alone, it's like a trillion dollars today in spending. 1965, federal government spent zero on it. Lyndon Johnson, the Great Society, brought both of these programs into existence. And here was the difference. Medicare is another supplement for people 65 and older. And I'll say this. If I get some of the facts wrong, let me know, and I'll correct them in the later on, you know, in, in another show. But I believe, as I understand it, Medicare, 65 and older. Okay, so this is uh, on top of Social Security, Medicare, this is health insurance for the, uh, for, for old people. I mean, let's call it what it is, because let's face it, and, and my mother, God, God bless her, she's 73. She had her birthday last week, well, almost two weeks ago now. And, you know, my, my dad passed away when we were young. My mother still works, right? She's one of the people, right, that I talk about. Probably going to work till, you know what, she, till she can't. Not because she wants to. I don't know what she would do without it. That's how important it is because, as you know, health insurance is totally unaffordable for once you've hit that 65 number. It just is because they know, okay, <laughs> bad things are going to happen now. Medicaid is for well, what used to be the poor. Working poor, poor folks, people that were in poverty and children that or whose parents or were growing up in poverty. So these were, let's call them more able-bodied, but hey, they were less fortunate. In 1966, four million Americans received Medicaid. That's it, four million. You know, when you think about how all of these plans start, Right, and they, they talk about, well, it's only going to cost this much. <laughs> right? 
only going to cost this much. And it's never a big number. Matter of fact, there was 197 million people in the country in 1966. So about 2% of the entire population of the United States got Medicaid. So Medicaid, you're not 65, you're poor, a lot of them were children. Medicare, 1966, excuse me, 19 million people got that. Which worked out to about 11, a little over 11% of the entire population of the United States received Medicare or Medicaid. I will say this, some people, and they didn't quantify, couldn't find how many, some people get both. But I, but we'll just go by what the numbers are. We're going to talk about where we started, where we are today, and where we're going to be next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. When President Trump pulled the United States out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership in January, he was fulfilling a vital promise. During last year's campaign, Trump repeatedly called the TPP a disaster for American workers, and he ridiculed Hillary Clinton for calling it the gold standard. This wave of globalization has wiped out totally, totally our middle class, Trump said last June to blue-collar workers in Pittsburgh. It doesn't have to be this way. We can turn it around, and we can turn it around fast. Despite Trump's tough talk on trade during the campaign, many thought it would be back to business as usual for the shadow government of bureaucrats who run the government no matter who is elected. These multinational companies and financial institutions have dominated our nation's economic policy since the end of World War II. However, we got a clue about how different the Trump administration's agenda might be. In February, Stephen Bannon, the president's chief strategist, spoke to the annual CPAC gathering. Bannon said that the president's goals included economic nationalism and the deconstruction of the administrative state. If you look at these cabinet appointees, Bannon said, they were selected for a reason, and that is deconstruction. The way the progressive left runs is if they can't get it passed, they're going to just put it in some sort of regulation in an agency. That's all going to be deconstructed. The corporatist globalist media are adamantly opposed to an economic nationalist agenda like Donald Trump has, Bannon continued. I think if you look at the opposition party and how they portray the campaign, how they portrayed the transition, and now they're portraying the administration, it's always wrong. Contrary to the globalist ideology, Bannon told CPAC, we're a nation with an economy, not an economy just in some global marketplace with open borders, but we are a nation with a culture and a reason for being. Bannon warned about the media and opposition forces, if you think they're going to give you your country back without a fight, you are sadly mistaken. Every day, it is going to be a fight. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at PSEagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. PSEagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at PSEagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. Still 54 rolls of Falcons left. I don't know how else to tell you. If, If you're looking at taking advantage of the silver market, which right now we know is underpriced, there's not a better buy. Period. I mean, and I don't, you know me, I'm, I don't tell you buy foreign coin. You, you don't, as a rule of thumb. But today's an exception. I mean, when you're talking about the, the, the savings that you're getting from us compared to everybody else, and t- today it's a limited amount. The price over spot that you're paying for a government Hallmark coin, it's incredible. It's the ounce and a half Canadian Snow Falcon. Four nine fine. There's fifteen of these in a roll. So they actually have uh, more silver in it than a roll of US silver eagles, even though there's five less coins. They actually have 22 and a half ounces of silver in it. Uh, they're $435 when you pay by check. $445, so you pay an extra $10 on your credit card. But even at the credit card price, it's fantastic. It's unheard of. There's 54 remaining. In, and you know what? If I have any value at all, I'm telling you, this is an opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. Because I don't know what's going to happen down the road. I mean, personally, my opinion is, well, maybe it'll have some collector content down the road. I mean, I know all of our competitors try to act like they already do. But here you're buying it just the way we always tell you, which is what? Buy as much gold or much silver as you can at the lowest prices, and this is what this is, the rolls of the Canadian Falcons, these are the ounce and a half in the 495, I mean, which I would imagine makes them a little more shiny than the regular, you know, 3.9 silver. Uh, I haven't seen them physically yet. Uh, I've just gone online and seen the pictures of them, but uh, they are 495. It's still an ounce of silver. Actually, an ounce and a half of silver in each coin. Uh, $435, 800 951 That is the toll-free number we were talking about. Just one item on the president's budget, which, by the way, I don't, I'm not going to really go into huge detail because it has no chance of passing whatsoever. It, it won't even look anything like this. But nonetheless, it's a it's a proposal. It's a start, and I I didn't know how big Medicaid was. 
matter of fact, it's bigger. Not in dollars, but in people. Then Medicare didn't start out that way. 1966, only 4 million Americans were on it. By 1975, it had jumped to 20 million. And then it stayed there. 1980, 20 million. 1985, 20 million. 1990, it went to 23 million. By 95, it was 33 million. By 2000, it was 35 million. By 05, it was 46 million people. This year, 73.5 million Americans will have received Medicaid. Matter of fact, most of all babies born in this country now are born through this program. Right, and remember how it was started. This was a program for people in abstract poverty. Right? They were poorer than poor in 1966. To put it in perspective, there's about 326 million people, give or take, in the United States today. Now remember when the program started in 1966, 2%. Today, 22.5% of the country, almost one in four people, have Medicaid. It's incredible. And they're trying to tell you we're not poor. Are you kidding me? By the way, Medicare started at 19 million. Today, 55 and a half million. When you add the two programs together, and this is kind of where it really gets disconcerting. 40%, well, 39.57% of the country is on one of these two programs. And you know the funny thing, they talk about how health insurance is supposed to get cheaper if you had more people on it. <laughs> right, right. These programs are outrageously expensive. And how did we get here? And when you talk about how is it possible, it is really beyond comprehension. Then you talk about another program, food stamps. 43 million people. Now, here's the thing, and, and I don't know what's happened. So three or four or five years ago, there was about 45 million people on food stamps. It's now down to 42 and change, 42 and a half million. I don't know where those people went. I want to believe they all got jobs and left the program, but more than likely they just got shifted into a different part of the food stamp program. But let's just use the SNAP part. That's the one that most of us kind of 
associate with food stamps. If there's 42.5 million people on food stamps, 119, I'm sorry, 73.5 million people are on Medicaid. That means they're not old, but they're poor. They can't afford to provide for themselves, or they can't afford to provide for their children. 55 and a half billion people are on Medicare. And you, and you just, you know, you, you, you just start doing math, and you're like, that's over half the country. Easy. Patriot Radio News Hour. The welfare state is here, folks. We just didn't know it. All right, a little better. 41 rolls still remaining of, of the silver Canadian falcon. That is the ounce and a half silver coin that I will tell you right now, it is the most outrageous price ever. You know, and I track all of our competitors and the online guys and and all of that stuff. Never have I seen us so far ridiculously below everybody. Take advantage of it. These are the opportunities. These are the things. You know, it's kind of like when silver was $16. I'm I'm stalking it. Buy it. This is even better than that. Uh, The Falcons at this price uh, compared to everybody else, you know, we're at $29 a coin. Okay, at $29 at an ounce and a half, you're talking about $19.33 an ounce on a government Hallmark silver coin. The the cheapest, cheapest in in that I could find for a roll. If you're going to try to buy a roll of them, was $35.82 or 29 and change. That's unheard of. It doesn't happen. Make sure you take the time. Even at a, That's why I said, even on the credit card, well worth it. 400 for 445 So the U.S. or U.S. Sorry, I'm so used to saying it. The Canadian Silver Falcon. These are an ounce and a half. Four nine fine silver because you know they're Canadians. They do weird stuff. Eight dollar is the face value on the coin. Uh, the twenty sixteen year, so they have the maple leaf on the back with the sixteen on it. It's actually pretty cool looking. Uh, silver falcons by the roll. Uh, the problem is I just don't have a ton of them. Uh, they, but they're four thirty five. If you use a credit card, four forty five. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, you're saving six dollars and eighty cents. You know, give or take six eighty a coin uh, from our nearest competitors at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I know there's all these distractions out there. I was floored today. I had no idea how much 
we live on handouts. And you know what was so funny is all these people are lining up, and of course, let's face it, they're going to talk about this is outrageous and we can't do it, and you're, you're just taking all of this money from the poor people and all of these things. Forget about poor people. This, you're talking about, this is poor and the middle class, at least a big portion of what used to be defined as the middle class. A hundred and nineteen million people. Well over half of every child born in this country. That's how it's done. That's how it's paid for. And the thing is, we started at two percent. Just two percent of the people in the whole entire country were on the program. And then from 1975 to about 1990, it stayed pretty flat. Right in my mind, that made sense to me. Right, that made sense to me because you know what? That was the the, the feel-good part of the bubble. Right? We, we came out with credit cards. We came out with student loans. We came out with all the full fiat, right, the, Everything was good. And that's almost identical to when wages flatlined in the United States. In 1990, by the way, I'm sorry uh, if you're calling, be patient. Uh, Wendy's going as fast as she can. She wasn't quick enough. We will get to you in the order you called. Uh, just be patient with us, 800-951-0592. Uh, the Canadian Falcons, I know you want to get in before they're gone, uh, 435 a roll. Uh, just be patient with us. So one of the things that, that really hit home for me as I was putting this all together, do you know in 1990, the median wage of the country was a little over 48 grand. Fast forward to 2010, because that's the, that's the most accurate data. It takes that long to get everything kind of, I guess, right. From 1990 to 2010, so a 20-year period, Wages only went from 48000 to 52. So you think about four grand in 20 years, and just using the Federal Reserve's 2% BS number, right? You would need wages to have gone up by 40%, but they didn't even go up by 10%. And then you start seeing the rolls of Medicaid explode. Remember what Medicaid is, right? Medicaid primarily is what? You're not old. Well, at least you're not old enough. But you don't have money for basic health care issues. We went from $23 million to $55 million 
course, the $73 million after Obamacare. But we had already grown, right? More than doubled the role during that same period. The United States of serfdom. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. The most interesting silver special I've ever run. By far, in a way... Uh, and just price compared to anybody. We we are anywhere from sixteen dollars a coin to six dollars and eighty cents a coin less than anybody in the country. Call around. So some of you have. This is an opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. It's one of those things where sometimes, you know, not all specials are created equal. This was a, like I said at the beginning of the show, another company's demise is our benefit, which means it's your benefit. You know, we could have easily priced these things at, you know, $35, $34, $33. But that's not what we do. We do it better than anybody. If you've never ordered from us, I'm going to tell you this. There's no bait and switch here. You just call up and you tell Wendy, I want the special. She's going to ask you, how many rolls would you like? One, five, ten, whatever the number is. Right? You give us your name, your address, right? Because we've got to have a place to ship it. You pay for it, whether that's a check or a credit card, and we ship it to you. It's just that simple. If you're here in town... Right, and you want to come in and pick it up, we do that as well. But the U.S. or U.S. <laughs> did it again. The Canadian one and a half ounce silver four nine fine falcon. They come fifteen coins in a roll, so you're going to get twenty two and a half ounces of government hallmarked silver. And it's four nines, which, you know, for me, that doesn't mean a lot because I don't care. But that means they've what? They've taken even more of the impurities out of it, right? They're trying to make this like a, a collector's thing, right? In five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, they want these things to be more valuable than just for the silver content. But here, you're just buying it for the silver content. Everybody else is trying to act like they're collector coins right now. They're $435 a roll. If you use a credit card, they're $445 a roll. Either way, huge value. Huge value. Uh, I, and I would tell you this, even at the at the credit card price, you're still under $30 for an ounce and a half. Government Hallmark, which still is, what, $5.80, almost, what, six, right around $6 less than anybody else with a credit card. At 800 951 
888-900-0592. We will, I'm not sure exactly how many we have left, uh, but somewhere in the 30-plus range. So we're going to sell them all day long, 800-951-0592. This is one of my, you know what, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Buy of the Week. Whatever you want me to say, this is it. The Canadian Falcon at 800-951-0592. I wonder what facts we'll talk about tomorrow about the new welfare state that is the United States.